Ooh, I just won the staring contest. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was a staring contest. <laughs> uh, it wasn't my head. You said you said like five seconds of silence, so I just assumed make we were, eye contact. Yes, we were staring at each other. Yeah. Well, hello and welcome. <laughs> hello. Thank you for uh, joining me, Jake Rapinati. Thank you for asking me to come, Thomas Butcher. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. When is the last time we saw each other? Was honestly, it graduation? It might have been graduation, honestly. Or or was the transfer of power party before or after graduation? When we went I think bowling? that was before. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Dang, that's probably it. Yeah. Which is a couple months ago. Can you believe how fast the summer goes by? Like January took... It took forever to yes. get through, and then every month was like, bam, bam. Like, June? What What happened in June? <laughs> I don't even remember June. Did we have June? No. I think it had to do with the weather, too. I feel like we had some yeah. interesting weather patterns that were sometimes it's like weird to adjust to certain yeah. seasons because it just doesn't feel right outside. Isn't the heat wave driving you crazy? Yeah, a little bit. It's I'm, too much. I love the summer, mm-hmm. but I... I'm kind of, I'd like to say that I'm a winter person because I like when it's cold and I like to like bundle up and the cold air like feels good to me. Yeah. But yeah, so when it's like hot outside for too long, like it has been, it just kind of kills me, you know? Yeah. But um, I've enjoyed the rain. Yeah. I love being outside and I love going for bike rides and stuff like that, but I can't do that when it's 90 plus. Yeah. I just bought a bike. I'm living in Royal Oak now. I love riding my bike. I ride my bike to work when I can. Uh-huh. And yesterday I actually went to the DeQuinder cut with my uh, brother and a friend who lives down there uh, in that area with me. And it was raining and we were like worried about going down there because, you know, bikes and rain, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to mix the yeah. two. But uh, we went down there and it like sprinkled a little bit, but there was actually a lot of people down there. It was fun. Wow. Have you ever been down to the DeQuinder cut? No. Detroit? Is what? What is that exactly? It's like a little... Bike path. It used to be like a train, uh, train track like area, I guess. Yeah. But it was. It's just been like decommissioned for so long, and it's kind of turned into like a, a pedestrian and and cyclist. Really, walkway. this is right near downtown Royal Oak. No, it's in Detroit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like right <laughs> okay, around. Okay, that the makes river a lot walk. more sense. Sorry, now yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I was saying that I I now live in Royal Oak. And okay. My other friend in Royal Oak went down to True. Detroit okay. to go. Yes. Makes so you sense. can like ride the river walk, and then you can kind of enter the cut. there's a little little distance there i mean i have my usual bike route just in troy where i live but i also love to go to that paint creek trail in uh rochester oh yeah it's right by here actually yeah paint creek trail runs through lake orion also which is like my hometown oh it, cool you can go up to i've never done this but mm-hmm. i could ride the paint creek trail from lake orion up to la pumas because it like pops out there you know in royal <laughs> in uh, rochester <laughs> and i love ask kenny I yeah. love me some La Pumas. La Pumas. We would take little La Pumas. I trips. think I've been there a couple times. Seriously? Yeah, like, that sounds very familiar. I'm just surprised that you're like not certain I've been there because I feel like anybody who goes there well, it's been years, remembers though. it. Okay. I mean, you I have definitely, to go again. I recognize that name, so that's why I'm pretty sure. It's like it's unique, you know? Yeah. So that's why yes. I'm pretty sure I've been there before. Great hot dogs. You know, yes. Yeah, okay. Like, yep. That's what it was. Yeah. Based on locations. You got your you know, <laughs> York, New York dog, <laughs> Chicago dog, Texas dog, you know, the whole shebang. Uh, but this is funny because I was having a discussion the other day with somebody at work about hot dogs and how people are so, I don't know what the right word is exactly, but let's say like kind of uppity about their hot dogs. Like you can put mustard on it, but you can't put ketchup and Chicago guys are like, oh, hot dogs are better because of this. It's people have such like 
like strict opinions about a food that's like like just the everyman's food. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? It's like funny to me that people are so uppy uppity about it, like a low a low brow food if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. How do you feel about hot dogs? I'm okay with just ketchup. Mm. I mean with bratwurst I use uh just mustard. I know it's like the polar opposite. But yeah. I don't go for like, all the relish and the onions and if stuff. If I'm going to put like everything on, I could I yeah. could do that. Like then I'll accept ketchup if you have like mustard and relish and you want to put ketchup, knock yourself out. Just ketchup, I don't know. I can't I do know. that. I'm simple. <laughs> simple. <laughs> Fair enough. So you put a lot of on. Sometimes Can I mean it depends. So you on the can't mood. eat it without. Eat a hot dog without mustard. Without all that extra stuff. No, I could. I could have it just mustard. You're just saying I, it's I better that. the way you like it. I mean, I'm saying depending on my mood, I'll have it one way or the other. <laughs> I'd say most often it's mustard. Just mustard. Just and mustard. Maybe maybe onion from time to time. So what is it with bratwurst then? Mustard. I like to put like peppers and stuff on like bratwurst yeah. if I have that. So I, I load it up with, with that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Hmm. I mean, the more toppings, the better usually, especially with pizza. Oh my gosh! I have a pizza shirt on today. Do you? Let me show the camera. Look at that! I got this here at at, Please don't at some uh, event. I can't really remember what it was, but they gave free pizza, and they were telling people not to yeah uh, recycle their pizza boxes because I feel like a lot of people do that. You know, they think it's cardboard. Yeah, but it's bad. You can't yeah, recycle no, it. I guess not. You just throw it out. Yep. So whatever S O P E is, that's what gave you the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> It's honestly one of my favorite shirts. It's like a good <laughs> And you have no idea shirt. who they are. It's got a cool some organization in yes. Oakland that's trying to help the environment. So, so I support them because I support saving the environment. Sure. But yeah. Huh. I didn't realize a lot of people actually do that because I always just throw pizza boxes out. Yeah. No, I always do too. But yeah. I've never heard somebody say like I didn't realize that a lot of people recycle yeah. them. But I guess it makes sense because they are cardboard. So what is it about them though that you can't recycle them? And probably because they're like sopped up with grease and and food and I don't know. Hmm. That'd be my guess. Or maybe they just don't make them to be recyclable. They're single use, which yeah. also kind of sucks. Single use yeah, plastics like a double-edged and stuff sword. like that. Hmm. Yeah. Is this what I'm supposed to be doing on the Thomas Butcher podcast? <laughs> I'm gonna break the fourth wall for a second. <laughs> just ranting about whatever stuff we want. Yeah, pretty about. much. <laughs> Do you okay, want me to cool. guide you? No, it's fine. Because uh, I figured I mean, that whatever. You, you'd you, you'd be confident enough. You were the GM here. That's true. Yeah, Do you ever forget that is, happened? This is a different, you know, yeah. this is your show now. Yeah. I, yes, that used to be my office. That was fun. Do you, like, forget you've done that sometimes? or like Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> I, I like walking. I, when I was done, I was, like, ready to be done. And so I come here, and I just get to act like a goofball, <laughs> like I did before I was GM. Uh, but now I know more than some people here. yeah <laughs> so do you remember because you were gm when i started here yeah and i walked in it was like the summertime so about two years ago right around this time you were back here mm-hmm. and uh, i talked to you about joining the uh the station do you remember that i mean maybe i'm just curious i remember i thought our first interaction was i was recording a psa and somebody here knew who you were like aaron or something yeah and we needed a, like a deep voice guy and you like came in and and lent your voice on one of the podcasts but i, I guess that, yeah. i guess you had been around bef- before that a little bit right? yeah it was just a couple months okay it wasn't that long hmm. i know we had a class together before too and yeah what class was that it was uh 
Aaron Myers taught it. It was that TV class. Oh, we were yeah. on completely opposite sides of the yeah, room. Yeah, but though. I we definitely remember you. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was that class called? It was like I, oh, convergence of, or something. Yeah, media in the age of convergence. Yes, that's that was what a pretty was. cool class. It was actually. very I interesting. Uh, just like we wrote papers about television shows yeah. and and things like that, and learned how they make ratings and whatnot, which mm-hmm. is totally different than YouTube ratings. Oh yeah, but I, I feel like we did touch base with that, touch base on that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. So you don't remember me coming back here and you being back here with someone else because you were wearing glasses. Like, wearing glasses. You were wearing oh. something where you had like tape over the eye. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I had an eye injury. Wow. Really. Uh. I forgot that it was like right around that time that I took over. I get, yeah, it was as as GM. I had like I went to a concert and I was like dehydrated. It was like in the middle of July. It was when Pokemon Go was was hot. Wow, you know. And yeah. I was out with uh, with a friend here going around, you know, playing Pokemon Go in the heat, not drinking water. <laughs> went to this concert later and just before the show even started, like fell flat on my face and. Uh, like fractured some my this bone whatever it is yeah <laughs> in a few different spots and like my eye was cross-eyed for a while so I had to wear these glasses or sometimes it was an eye patch but glasses that I had like fogged out so I could only see with this eye because if I looked with both eyes it was like I was cross-eyed jeez yeah it That's only insane. lasted of like a month and a half. I had to like work out the eye muscle back, but okay. So yeah, now you're dating it for me. That was like a significant. So I had those glasses on at that time, and that's when we met. And that's yeah, why I... you don't remember because you only saw probably half of me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was only looking at you with one eye. I had no depth perception. Couldn't make out your face. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that bad, but yeah, well, that's interesting. I guess I probably had my mind on other things, and that's why I didn't remember you because you're such a memorable guy, Thomas. Oh, well, thank you. You are as well. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I guess that's why you brought me on the podcast. Yes, yes, yes. I can't believe I actually haven't had you on sooner. Yeah, geez. I, I mean, guess it's because you're not around often. I don't think about you like in that yeah, sense. Yeah, but I mean, I have been coming back. I guess our paths never crossed. But that is funny because yeah. I was just saying before we started that I've been listening to this podcast, watching this podcast mm-hmm. on YouTube like since you first started. Not every episode, but mm-hmm. I've watched a, a decent amount. All you know, the ones with Kenny, I've seen Rich and Aaron yeah, and Dave Bug and mm-hmm. and whoever else you had on. You mm-hmm. know, I've, I've seen all that good stuff. But it's taken me so long to to come on. But I'm happy to be here. And now you're gonna watch this. How many times are you gonna watch this episode? <laughs> oh God, over and over I don't know again? if I want to watch myself. <laughs> Would you listen at least? Um, maybe, but like I've already <laughs> had the conversation. I mean, I guess I could watch to see how stupid I look afterwards. True, right? That's what most people do. Like that's ah. what I do with my films. You think uh, of all the things you should have yeah. said afterwards. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Especially with conversations. Oh, yeah, it would have been so much better if I did did it that way. Just standing there in the shower, like wishing you could go back in time. Yeah. I mean, I'm already it. regretting doing this. It's going to be on Facebook. <laughs> I'm going to have to. <laughs> I'm going to have to delete my Facebook. <laughs> people are going to be like that. Jake, that episode with Jake, that was terrible. Oh no. It's going good so far. Yeah. Because you're a confident radio around. guy. You've won some MABs, right? That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've actually like been on mm-hmm. radio, though. Pretty much uh, since my old co-host, Brennan Riley, he moved to Grand Rapids, and he's doing radio over there. But uh, I don't think I've really done a consistent show since then. We used to do the Riley and Rookie show. Now, was that a radio show like, and then a podcast after? Is that how you uh, kind of branded we, it? We... We would like record our episodes each week and then we would take the best segment. We would like record it as we were live. 
and just take out our favorite segment and then upload it as a podcast. You know, I we see. made like a whole podcast intro and outro, like theme song that we changed from time to time, which was fun. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we'd upload the podcast and that's how people would listen to little snippets. Cool. I mean, I love it when people do stuff like that. And I'm hoping more people do stuff like that and how I promote my podcast because mm-hmm. that's the best way to get more people to listen. Yeah. I've been telling you, at this point in my podcast career, I get maybe over a dozen listens on the full audio episodes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do pretty decent on the videos, but especially the little video clips that I yeah. promote on Facebook, if you get the right guest and they share that, that gets a few hundred views just yeah. from that. Because if you can pick out like the snippet that's mm-hmm. perfect from the show and like feed it to the to the viewers and or to your audience in a little bite-sized piece, then they're not like, you know, if you start, a, it's like, oh, I'm about to watch a 40-minute video. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch the beginning. I got to wait for them to warm up. And then, you know, whatever <laughs> happens after that, you lure them in yeah, with the trailer, yeah. you know, cast your line. There's seriously so much cool stuff that people could do nowadays, especially with everything that we have yeah, at this radio station. It's crazy. This is three cameras, two microphones, mm-hmm. and a computer. And it's, yeah, it's pretty open. There's not a lot of wires here. Big green wire, big red wire. <laughs> but that kind of adds to the aesthetic, you know? It's kind of like a bomb now that I think about it. Oh, that's a little <laughs> weird to bring up. It just made me think As that. It's a- I- attached to this like mysterious <laughs> black box over here with a couple other random wires that you don't know where they're going. Oh, no. It made me think because I, I did a film once where I had a, a bomb and it was just all red wires. And they were like, cut cut the red wire. And it's like, they're all red wires. And that's the craziest <laughs> thing. Don't you think if a bomb was wired? I mean, I don't know. I've never like looked inside a bomb yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But you know, you'd see the wires going to one place or another. And then that's how you could like make out how to disarm it, mm-hmm. theoretically. Yeah. But then you have some movies where it's like they open up this control panel and it's just like, a bunch of wires just dangling and it's like oh my god clip the red one it's gotta be the red one and they're like oh it worked wasn't there like a scene or something where uh i think will forte he was doing that one character wasn't it will forte like the know. macgyver mcgruber oh, whatever thing i didn't see that movie but i didn't I'm, see I it but i know about. i just know that scene because i've seen that like okay. clip before where yeah. it's just a whole thing of wires and he's just going through them like i don't know if it's this one or something hmm. that's funny yeah i don't know if i had seen that one how long have you been playing guitar for uh two like almost i think two and a half years almost mm-hmm. three years i i primarily play bass but yeah, yeah i play guitar too I how much did guitar. that class help you then because i know you took oh, a class a for guitar yeah i took a class here it was intermediate uh classical guitar and yeah it helped a lot because i guess being when you like try to self-teach certain things you miss out on like the technique mm-hmm. you know what i mean you play so I played really like sloppy, like mm-hmm. I understood some concepts, but, uh, and I still play sloppy, but, <laughs> but going through that class, like taught me a bunch of like good exercises to work on and got me to play in like a, in a way that I hadn't before. Cause I was mostly playing like rock and blues and stuff. And this mm-hmm. is like classical. So I'm reading music and I'm, I'm tapping my foot and I'm thinking about the time signature that I'm playing in. And, and it, I feel like it kind of helped me grow. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So I would recommend anybody, if you want to take music classes at Oakland, you know, even if you're not super great, they offer them. Brett Hogue teaches guitar, uh, and he is the man. Great, great professor. So, little promo for him too. Yeah. So it really helps you with chords, I imagine. Um, yeah. At least with the style where you're playing clean. I guess so. I mean, I had worked on like playing chords and stuff mm-hmm. before, so I had like a good. 
I was yeah. good with like the open chords and like bar chords and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he like kind of broke down a few different chords, like taught us about like the seven chords and, and uh, dominant seven, major seven, minor seven and diminished yeah, chords and things like that. Or like playing like finger style and like kind of moving through chords. Yeah, yeah. That, that type of stuff. I asked that because I used to play guitar a lot just mm-hmm. on my own and never performed or recorded or anything like that. But I never was great with chords. Like I could riff all day, mm-hmm. but once I think with like the C chord where you're starting to need to tuck yeah, like fingers kinda, under each other, yeah. I can't do that kind of chord. Huh. Is it? Do you think it's you have big fingers? Or I mean, I know I have big fingers <laughs> and hands, but it's just I, I I can't imagine that's the only reason why I can't do it. Yeah. It's just the technique and the practice, like you said. Yeah, it took me a while for sure. Um... I don't know. I don't really have big hands, but my fingers are like kind of slim, mm-hmm. so it helps. But like I said, I still am kind of sloppy. But no, I use like a grip strengthener, uh, and did I did you? like isolation exercises to really like stretch out my fingers and and get them to to move better. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm probably better at like playing a riff or like doing something lead in certain. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of what I was trying to say. Um, Certain styles? Yeah, yeah. Because bass is kind of like that. You know, it's yeah. like one note at a time. You're not playing chords on a bass. Some people do. I don't. Um, but yeah. And then other times, I don't know. I guess it just depends. I'm I'm just not making any sense mm-hmm. now. I, I like them. I like to play them all. I haven't like picked one that I particularly like the mm-hmm. most. But yeah, that class for sure helped. Mm-hmm. Because, I, like I said, I'm not great at guitar. I can, I'm can, i good at piano, generally. Mm-hmm. I've been self-taught for a few years now, and I've gotten pretty good at that, considering. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to learn piano. That's like a kind of a cheat sheet for, yeah. for all the other instruments, I feel like. It kind of is. And, you know, that's where I really learned chords, too. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the properties of them. Because, obviously... Uh, you just click any note, done, and then you go da 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 da, and then da 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 da, yeah, and then you got a minor get, chord. You get there. used to the intervals yeah. and how spaced out they are. I'm working on that with guitar. I feel like it's easier because it's just all shapes. Mm-hmm. Like you just learn shapes and patterns, and you can get pretty far to a certain point, and then you got to learn more. But with piano, I guess there there are patterns and shapes too. Mm-hmm. But you know, you have the depending on what key you're playing in, you got those weird half steps. You know, yeah. And, and then for both piano and guitar, isn't there a certain element of percussion to it when playing a song? Oh, yeah. I mean, it definitely, you can get different kinds of effects the way you attack the string, mm-hmm. you know, bass and guitar. If you like smack your thumb or you pluck a little bit or you just kind of strum or mm-hmm. like softly. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot to be said about the kind of sonic qualities based on like how you play the guitar. Mm-hmm. And I had a I was thinking about this recently. I feel like you listen to a lot of musicians, and you know how sometimes you listen and you can say like, "Oh, that's that's this person." Like it just sounds like them so much. And of course, everybody has like a unique style that they play musically, but I also feel like sometimes just the way they touch the strings, mm-hmm. the way that they like do certain bends and their hammer, like the different techniques and stuff, you can just like hear distinctly yeah. like, oh, that's Eric Clapton or like, oh, that's B.B. King right yeah. there. Yeah. Now, obviously we live in an age where it's a lot of like rap and electronic music. Mm-hmm. 
but there's still big artists out there that use piano and guitar. Yeah. Like classically almost like yeah. Adele. I know Ed Sheeran does for sure. Stuff. And even in like hip hop and stuff too. I yeah. like the, I like this group called Koi Child. They're from Australia. And yeah, it's just like one dude that raps but the ba- they ha- he has like a whole backing band and they like they they play like jazzy like hip hop mm-hmm. stuff. And I've been to a few um, hip hop shows where they have a live band and I always feel like that's way better. Mm-hmm. Cuz that's one of the reasons I've always liked a rock and roll show as opposed to like a hip hop or a show that doesn't necessarily have a bunch of instruments is because I just feel like I've been to hip hop shows and I like them, but it's, it's more fun for me when I get to watch a, a band play. Mm-hmm. So, but like I've seen big crit perform with the whole band. I went to the TDE concert at uh, pine knob or, or DTE in Clarkston, mm-hmm. like Kendrick Lamar and Schoolboy, And they, yeah, had like, yeah. they were along the sides. So you couldn't really see them that but well, there. but they're definitely there mm-hmm. and they're making most of the music. Yeah. Drummers and guitar yeah. players, and bassists and whatever. Yeah. Sorry, what were you getting in? What were you? I was just thinking off of that is that even though we have all those these other genres of music where it's not always utilizing it, piano and guitar and a lot of those classic real mm-hmm. instruments, I don't think they're ever really going to go away. There's always going to be no. they're always going to be there somehow. Yeah, I think it's like at some point people always tend to want to go back to their roots a mm-hmm. little bit. You know what I mean? And so that's I feel like one of the easiest. Uh, ways to do it that's like a, such a classic instrument yeah it's mm-hmm. always gonna always gonna be there because whether or not you like ignore it and you're just writing pop songs that use like the same four chord progressions that <laughs> work you know yeah it's like you you're you need to at some point kind of look back at the the foundation of everything and and work from there does that make sense? Oh yeah. Okay. It's true. It's very. This is very philosophical. I just feel like I'm being a, I'm like a geezer. Like, listen, kids, all of this new technology is crap. That's not what I'm trying to say. No. But I think that you know it comes and goes. It evolves. Ways. And, yeah. Exactly. You you have to change and adapt and move forward, but then also look back mm-hmm. so you can learn. Don't lose sight yeah. of who you were. Exactly. <laughs> or who you can become. Exactly. Wow. The Thomas Butcher Philosophy Podcast. <laughs> Really shallow philosophy. <laughs> About that deep. That's I like that shallow philosophy. That's a new that, that's a new thing to think about. <laughs> yeah, that could be like a comedy central yeah. show. Jake Rabinati's shallow philosophies. That's how, or, that's or, really yeah. That's a good or name. Or interject him uh like in the commercial breaks. You know, sometimes they'll like bring you back to something the network has, like right in the middle of your commercial break, <laughs> like promote promoting a new show or just coming in with a little tidbit. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jake Rappinati here with some real shallow perspective. <laughs> the sun rises so that way you can live another day. <laughs> you know, keep at them. Some corny stuff like that. Oh my gosh. That's funny. It'd have to be a lot funnier than that. Don't get me wrong. Well, yeah. You're, th- <laughs> you're just riffing right now. Of course. I wonder if you have kept up with any like current events or you've probably heard about a couple of these things that I've sure just maybe I want to I want to share these with someone else because some of them make me just mad in general. Yeah. I mean, I stay on Twitter a lot, so I guess yeah. there's a good chance. Go ahead. People are donating money to who is it? <laughs> Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Yeah. It's Kylie, right? Yes. I don't know the difference between the Kylie and the Kendall. Kendall so. is the older one. That's okay. all I know. I don't give a crap I don't know. about either of them. But I, yeah, I, I obviously I don't know who they are. I don't. I, I know generally that they're in that whole Kardashian, Kardashian family. Yes. But who? What kind of person is gonna <laughs> give money to Kylie Jenner? I know. I can't. <laughs> it's like a, they're crowdfunding her to get her to be like the first billionaire or whatever, which is 
ridiculous because the reason that started is because there were like news stories servicing that like Kylie Jenner was about to become this like self-made billionaire. And first of all, like what does self-made even mean if Kylie Jenner is a self-made billionaire? You got to be kidding me, yeah. right? Like whoever wrote it had that nothing is an idiot. to do with any yeah. of her family members before her. I think she does own because she had to make her money somehow. I think she owns like clothing lines and perfume lines. But seriously, how know. much of that money did she actually make compared to what no was given clue. to her? I, I don't. I have no idea how. I didn't they even determined. realize. And it's so ridiculous that like we can't. We don't even know what she did to earn <laughs> all of her money, and people are giving her money. Oh my gosh! And I was saying this the other day to some friends, like. Why why are you going to give money to this person and not like the millions and millions of people that actually need help there and it need is. money there it is. all the things that are going there. on? And then somebody else chimes in. They're like, or literally you could give it to anybody else or <laughs> just that isn't remotely famous. Or even just throw your money out the window because at least someone yeah. will find it and then use yeah. it for something better than just whatever it is, storing it and you know keeping it away from everyone else. Mm-hmm. Kylie Jenner does not need your money. Yeah. No, I, I feel strongly ugh. about this. I hope I never meet someone in person who actually does. Oh, yeah. I donated 100 bucks to Kylie. <sighs> it's like, if you're going to do that, why don't you just like buy one of her things like that she sells that yeah. her name is on? Of, buy a $100 iPhone case that with Kylie Jenner's face <laughs> on it. Get a $100 tiny little tattoo of Kylie Jenner's. Well, that she wouldn't get that money. Uh. Don't do that. These are stupid ideas. That's the point. (laughs) You don't want to do any of these things. Oh, no. (laughs) So what other other current events we got? This is stressing me out. Is it? No, I'm just kidding. But (laughs) I don't think the other... There was another... Well... Did you hear about the Build-A-Bear thing? It happened a little while ago now, so it's not as current. Build-A-Bear? No. Build-A-Bear had a thing where they're like, pay your child's age... And oh, people flooded the I mall. Did see that. Literally, I don't know. I'm by Somerset Mall in Troy. Hundreds of people were there standing in line. Yeah, hundreds. <laughs> it it covered $3, the whole. Three dollar, two dollar yeah. bear. So if you have a three year old, you get a three dollar bear. But literally, hundreds of people were there, and they weren't prepared for that at all. Yeah, that yeah, was insane. I did hear about that. That's wild. I mean, that's kind of the thing, though. I th- I feel like they should have expected such a big flow of people. A two dollar build a bear. How much is a build a bear usually? It's at least over twenty dollars. That's what I it's would gotta think. Be, yeah. Somewhere anywhere from like probably fifteen to thirty bucks, depending yeah. on how you customize it or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I've never even been. Yeah, in a, you get the little outfits and you get the heart with a voice recording in it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, can you like stuff it inside them? Or yeah, you put. Something? I think that's what you do. You you can like record your voice on a heart and then you put it in the bear oh, or whatever cute. it is, and then they can squeeze it and always hear your voice. Nice. That's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> it costs money but, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but how how do you really know how many people are going to come? How do you know know how much to order? And it was every Build-A-Bear pretty much that had it across the country, yeah, so and even, I think, a, in UK, too. I, so there's a Build-A-Bear shortage right now. That's, that's <laughs> a, a huge issue, actually, in the industry. <laughs> I didn't realize that like Build-A-Bears and just like teddy bears in general were still that popular because of Toys R Us closed down, so stuff like that yeah. I know isn't popular anymore. But I well, guess just for really young kids. stores closed down doesn't mean the kids aren't going to yeah. want them anymore. But I guess, that to some degree, they dictate you know what we have because mm-hmm. they're providing the goods. But I think everybody likes a teddy bear. You know, yeah. People... I still have mine in a box somewhere. Do you? Yeah, I, <laughs> I probably do too. Uh, my mom keeps everything in boxes, mm-hmm. so definitely got some old stuffed animals. Some of them, my little brother. Oh my god, he had like probably forty plus stuffed animals. And Whoa! I I can remember two distinct 
occasions where we had to clean house with someone. Like he was allowed to save a certain amount, mm-hmm. and we had to like d- donate the rest. And yeah, but he had a lot of stuffed animals. It was cool. We we play like dodgeball with them upstairs in our rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Because you have so many at that point, it's like, what else can you do with them? Oh my god! Like getting to the age where we're outgrowing the, this is in like middle school, you know. Obviously, outgrowing like playing with stuffed animals, but not outgrowing dodgeball because mm-hmm. that's a fun sport. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite in elementary school and all that. What recess? And... Yeah, that and kickball. Kickball was kickball's fun. good. Yeah, I played some kickball recently. I love. <laughs> I grew up like playing baseball and I play softball now. I love the game. I I suck at kicking things. I'm terrible <laughs> at kickball. I'm a great defensive kickball player. Uh-huh. I can I'm all right offensively if I can get on base cuz I'm kind of quick, but I don't know how to kick anything. Like I didn't like playing soccer growing up. I was never good at soccer, hmm. and it's just like bad. I'll either like fly out or just like kick it really crappy. Like I just I'm I always end up getting out. I'm I'm and I'm not bad at a lot of other sports. There's yeah. just only a couple I'm not great at. <laughs> Kickball cuz it involves kicking, soccer, same reason. Basketball cuz I'm short and white. <laughs> <laughs> and golf. I never quite yeah. got golf. Yeah, I think most people can agree with that. Identify with that at least. I know <laughs> that's good, I yeah. guess. I'm not alone. Cuz I know Whenever I would try and kick a kickball, my shoe would fly off with it, and I would have to run without my shoe. <laughs> it happened every time. I don't know so what it was. you just not have tight enough shoes? I guess so. Or you didn't I just didn't know enough. how to tie them, I guess. Uh, that'll get you. That. And, uh, yeah. How many golf balls have I hit into a pond? <laughs> yeah, I tried to start golfing because I had a bunch of friends that golfed, and, yeah, it, it, I would lose, like, 20 balls in yeah. one outing. And at that point, it's just not fun. Yeah. I just want to drive the cart and quit, <laughs> That's you know, what drift. it is. I think that's the appeal for most people. That's why they get into yeah, it. Yeah, they like dri- driving the cart. They like drinking out there. They like smoking cigars mm-hmm. and stuff. So yeah, whatever whatever you golfers do. It's just an excuse to waste time. Yeah. I think that golfing... <laughs> people always criticize like presidents and stuff for doing it. They're like, what are you going on all these golf trips for? Mm-hmm. You know, we're just wasting time. But it's also kind of... I feel like I may be a minority in this opinion, but I feel like golfing is a real elitist sport. And it kind of like is. Because of that. Country it, clubs, they cost so, like obviously there's yeah. cheap golf places to go golf, but con- some country clubs, it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars to be a part of a year. Yeah. And it's like, what do you like? What? I hope you're doing some philanthropy or some type <laughs> of like charitable work because nobody needs to spend that much to go golf. Get get away from their nagging wives and smoke cigars or whatever. I don't know. I'm just being negative, but yeah, I hear you though. I I like that George Carlin skit where uh, he talks about. I don't know if how familiar you are with uh, George Carlin. Yeah, yeah, I know that whole uh, thing he talked about golf. Like, there's so much golf takes up so much land in the country that <laughs> literally that's where you could build homes for the homeless and you could solve that homeless problem. Yeah, with <laughs> all the golf courses. Ugh. That's funny, actually. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I I don't I've never heard that no? George Carlin. One, oh, there's a I've, lot. I've heard of a good George handful Carl- of George Ooh, Carlin. There's yeah. a lot. I like I like the one where he talks about. It's like hard to talk about it without uh-huh. throwing in random curse words because yeah yeah I <laughs> because you. there's so many curse words. <laughs> um, there's a whole skit about curse words. Maybe his most famous. Yeah, skit. Yes, it's but, it's in the history books. But I like the one 
about like names that he doesn't like. And he's that's he's my like, favorite. I'm getting sick of guys, guys named, named Todd. Todd. Yeah. Yes. That's what got me into him. Uh, that's when so I funny. heard that. I found everything else for him. Yeah. And he like names off all these other boys' names that he hates. He's like, what about Tucker? He's like, forget <laughs> Tucker. Tucker sucks. Yep. He's like, you know what's a real good name? Eddie. Eddie. Which I like because my middle name is Edwards. So is it? Like, perfect. I kind of fit in there somewhere. Yeah. He mentioned Tommy too. In yeah. There, he's so. like, Eddie, Vinny, and Tommy would beat the crap out of. Kyle, Todd, and Tucker. Yep. <laughs> it's fantastic. If, yeah. you, if you're listening to this and you've never seen George Carlin talk about goofy boy names or yeah. guy names, YouTube it and your life will change. Yeah. I guarantee it. Or you might be offended if yours is one of the names. <laughs> but you got to well, have yeah. a sense of humor about oh, it. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, thank you for coming on. I'm glad you. I hear that you watch a lot of my podcasts. Yeah. It's nice to know because it takes a couple hours to edit these things yeah. together so have you ever seen sorry it's just one last yes, little of thing. course have you ever seen that show hot ones on youtube it the sounds guy, familiar he like interviews a lot of famous people but he he has like 10 chicken wings and each one is hotter and they like take a bite and answer oh, the questions oh really it's good stuff actually you might like it because i think that that guy is a very good like interviewer mm-hmm. and i think you not that you're not a good interviewer i think yeah. you are but um you know as as a good interviewer you could respect his maybe skills. learn but anyways from they, yeah also what i'm trying to say is i want some chicken you want wings some chicken next wings. time i come <laughs> or something to eat i will have you back you know because now that I, I we got this up and running again i can do more than one person podcast so i'll get you and Yo, kenny together would you have fun with that hilarious yeah okay it's we'll get, we'll get you the more the merrier because of course sometimes i try to say a lot to make myself sound interesting and it makes myself sound less interesting so a third person would help yeah yeah definitely <laughs> Well, thank you once again, Jake Rapinati. I'm Thomas Butcher. No, I'm Thomas Butcher. We're all Thomas Butcher. We are all our Thomas Butcher. Have a good day, Thomas Butcher. You too, T. Butch.